Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at UH1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Welcome. Welcome. You know what time it is. Well, so what time is it? It's that time where y'all are like, I got shit going on. I got problems. Or I want to hear about other people's problems. So you're going to call in to us and be like, hey, what's up? Solve our problems. And we're like, you know what? As two gorgeous, stunning, beautiful, amazing, intelligent, award-winning prophets and philosophers we are mm-hmm. we're about to change your life so sit down so don't start talking in tongues if you don't get that listen to but am i wrong i'm like there's anyone told me to talk talk in tongues i'm like there's no as someone who don't not even entirely sure what that sounds like there's no way i could do that without sounding offensive there's a, a old uh, joke in the church where you say leaving in a Hyundai, coming in a Chevy really fast, and it sounds like talking in, in tongues. Leaving in a Hyundai, coming in a Chevy. Is it like Simlish? Yeah, a little bit, but not like the Sims has like a lot of noise. It's just fast sounds. Okay. Because I think of like gobbled up. 
No, it's not gerbily. It's just, that's like Simlish. Yes, it's more. God like is passing through through you, and speaking words that are only meant for you and Him to understand. Okay, I'm happy for people. Didn't found any. <laughs> that's the sweatshirt that I am uh, rocking today. Um, as a, I don't know what you might call it, a shawl where I haven't taken it fully off my body. You can watch this on the Patreon, but um, my arms are not in it. This is what I call weather confused. And my sweatpants are up to my knees. Is one of your arms in it? No, both the arms are out. Oh, they're out. What, do you have another sweater on underneath? It's a long sleeve shirt. I was very cold. Then I got warmer, but it was I'll get too cold. Melissa, to, what the to, fuck? Today was confusing. As you see, I have on a turtleneck, if you're looking on the Patreon, because I had to venture outside the home today. And it was raining from like 2 o'clock in the morning to like 9 o'clock this morning. So I was like, oh, it's going to be like a little it at chilly. p.m. Was it that? Oh, 10 p.m. No. I have it's no concept buckets. of time. And like storming, storming. So I was like, when I go out today, it's going to be chilly. Go outside. It is not. It's cold inside, but it was not high out. I mean, not cold outside. And it didn't even, the streets, like on the sides where the water runs, it's running, but like the actual pavement itself doesn't look wet. Melissa, I, Moss and I went out this morning to get almond milk at like, I don't know, 9 a.m. You should have came over and I would have made you some. <laughs> she would have milked her cow right in front of us. Mm-hmm. And like our car, like our car was, completely drenched and it was like still dripping off of like mm-hmm. the the mirror and I was like well it's not it hasn't been raining for a while we've been up for over an hour and I'm like why is it like it was so weird like it was like it was as if it had just stopped raining like I've never seen the car so wet and then all of these cars on the, our side of the street drenched and we like walk we like are driving to the other side and every other car is completely dry and the pavement is totally dry like there's literally still puddles in our driveway mm-hmm. and our yard and I was like and then there are places where it's completely everything was dry. It was so weird. It just like torrential downpoured for a couple hours. And then it started again in the afternoon and then was done. And then it was freezing for like two hours in the afternoon. Yep. And then it was fine. Yep. You keep saying afternoon. I'm like, it is after. No, it's five o'clock. Five o'clock is not the afternoon. No, it's because I just have no concept of time right now. Because um, one, we usually record. If this was a normal day, we would be done. And then Fact. two, today is a Tuesday, a Thursday. We usually record on a Tuesday, but, you know, life got in the way on Tuesday. So we we're like, we're going to do a little break, record on Thursday. And here we exactly. are. Exactly. I mean, I think that evening starts at 3 p.m. So. I agree. It's just. I just, I, I to me, afternoon is only from 12 to 1, 2. Melissa. Because it's just afternoon. Yeah, it's afternoon. And then afternoon, yeah. it's evening. Right. And then the sun goes down. It is nighttime. Mm-hmm. And then it's midnight. Like, I'm not good with, we all know this. I'm not good with numbers. And midnight, and midnight is only midnight to me. Like, yeah. But to me, unless it hit, until it hits 6 a.m., it is the night before. It's not the next morning. Yeah. It yeah. is. Because I haven't gone to sleep yet. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I haven't gone to sleep yet. The night doesn't start till I go to sleep. Like, yep. It's still that same. We are there's the not a new day until I go to sleep. Yeah. Because time is a construct as as it is. So at, since time is a construct, I'm going to construct it however I want it to be constructed. Yeah, why would I not be the fucking main character of my own life? Like, that's mm-hmm. that's pathetic. Like, that's, that's, that's loser behavior. And I had a tape due yesterday at 11. And it was saying, like, Wednesday, end of day. 
And I 11 is when I have a hard time. 11 and 12 is like the shifting of AM to PM and the shifting of one day to the next day is where I have the most confusion. And so Moss was like, when's your tape due? And I was like, I think it's due tonight. And he was like, what does it say? And I was like, 11 p.m. But I don't. And he was like, let me look at this. He goes, yeah, it's due at 11 tonight. And I was like, okay. Like, it's just, I feel- But also I hate end of day because the end of your day may not be the end of my day. And I saw the that in somebody's never, signature. Because mm-hmm. uh, some people consider end of day like end of work day. But also we work in an industry where end of your work day could be yeah. two o'clock in the morning. It could be two at in the evening. It could be six. It could be like it could be any time. So somebody I saw in somebody's signature that said the end of end of my day may not be the end of your day. So do respond when you can. So like whatever. And so I've had to clarify with many people. I started putting my business hours in my oh, signature. People still don't. <laughs> of course. Why would care? They? But it's there. So like if they say something, I mean, I can point back and say, these are my work hours. It's just there so that I can, I can have proof. reference. So if they fuck up and you're mm-hmm. like, you see below. Mm-hmm. All right. What's the show, Megan? This is Don't Blame Me, where we give you wonderful, amazing, life-changing advice. And you know what you can't do afterwards? Blame us or during because you asked for it and we said so. Because I said so. So we're going to listen to some voicemails, some voice memos, give some advice. And if you want to be on an upcoming episode, you have some problems, a predicament, you want to hear us sing your praises or drag you through the mud. We're here for it. So give us a call at 310-694-0976, leave us a voicemail, or send us a voice memo to meganpodcast at gmail.com. Everything has to be under three minutes, voice memos and voicemails. You'll be cut off in both instances. Have to be 18 or over, have your parents' permission. And we do ask that you let us know your age when you are telling us in in the call of voice memo. Write it down. Also, everything you're going to say, read it, practice it a few times, make sure you're under those three minutes. You have all the relevant details because we can only go off of the information that you give us. So we might totally misunderstand, misconstrue, or infer if we have to patch the pieces together. So if you don't want us to 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 do that, and we want to give you the best advice possible, so write it down. Make sure you've got everything important there. And let us know if you're sensitive. We do keep that in mind. And also let us know if you're not sensitive. Most of the time people are mm-hmm. like, I'm not sensitive, so like, go for it. Are the people, I'm like, you're fine. Like, we were never going to. All right, so um, let's get into the first call. <laughs> and it is a doozy. Hi, Eminem. I'm 22 years old. She, her, and I'll be referring to my situation ship, 29, he, him. We've only been seeing each other for about two months, and we're basically friends with benefits, very casual. Anyhow, the situation I'm calling about is a little silly, and I'd love to hear your thoughts. The other day when we were hooking up, everything was great until he farted in my face. We both laughed it off and we went to the bathroom to take a shower. He proceeded to take a massive poo in front of me. This brought up a question for me, which is, am I too uptight for being uncomfortable with these types of activities in front of partners? I know some people view farting and pooping and other bodily functions in front of others to be a sign that you're close and comfortable. But every time I'm with a partner and they do this, I'm so shocked. 
I completely understand not wanting to restrict your body for health reasons. I have Crohn's disease myself. So I, I have years and years of medical trauma related to these types of things, and I never want to judge someone for just letting their body do what it has to do. At the same time, I can never dream of letting my guard down to the point of farting and pooping in front of these men with such ease, unless maybe it's a serious relationship that I have, like, a lot of trust with someone. The men I've been with who do this tell me it's cute when a girl farts or poops in front of them, and it means she's comfortable. And somehow I'm always in my head thinking that they've, they haven't seen anything. And... I'm afraid to test out their theory that it's quote-unquote cute because my body has such chronic and severe GI problems. So, yes, I would love to know, am I too uptight when it comes to accepting men's assholes for freely flowing in my presence? Or is it a preference thing? Is it wrong to want some type of decorum with partners? Yeah, I feel conflicted. I hope this makes sense. Thank you for your advice. Okay. So I have questions about the fart that happened in the face. Was it like, did he like sit up and just Figuratively or literally in the face? Like, Like, did he like actually fart in your face and on purpose? Or like, was he getting out of bed and it was like, oopsie, you know? Yeah. Or you're cuddling and it's like. There are times where, like, Montana will be cuddling or, like, I will, like, you know, and I'll be like, my head is dangerously close here. Like, the the shape we've finagled right now, I'm mm-hmm. telling you right now, if there is any chance you're going to fart, tell me now so I can yeah. reposition. Yeah. Yeah. There's a guy that I was dating at one point that loved to, like, lay his head, like, yeah. right on my hip. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was cute. But I would also be like, this isn't Not the time. Today. wrong place wrong time for this place yeah Uh like fair so that i I, like was it a a a accident or was it on purpose because if it was on purpose then we got things to talk about if it was an accident whoopsie like okay and then some people just feel like you know that using the bathroom in front of other people is you know, just a, a, a show of being comfortable around no, each other. I, I am don't. not that person. I need the door closed 10 times out of nine. I'm getting naked to use the bathroom. Probably going to take a shower after. Also, this was a naked ass too, I'm guessing, because y'all had just finished hooking up and you're going to, and you said y'all were taking a shower. So I'm guessing y'all were taking a shower together. So then they're washing their shitty ass in the shower with you. And we also know you more than anyone i've got ibs collar you've got crohn's so you know more than me but like there are different kinds of farts and when you're telling mm-hmm. me that this man immediately took a shit after a fart yep, that, that was, fart had a goal that fart was the beginning yeah that fart was trying to be the air to push out the shit Th- that that fart was girding its loins and w- was ready for the mission ahead like that's mm-hmm. a that's a fart with a plan and that is not a quirky cue kind of thing i want to know the same thing that you're asking was this an accidental oops toot or was this a I'm farting in your face and was it a warning going to take was, a shit? Was it a ha ha funny cute or was it a do you like that? Like, was mm-hmm. there a sexual element to this? So I'm fine with farting 
in front of a partner. Like I fart in front of mods, mods farts in front in front of me. There are definitely like, you know, times where, like I will fart and it like I like won't even realize how loud it will be. And I'll be like, and he'll look at me and I'm like, what are you talking about? And he's like, we'll laugh about it. Or I'll be in the middle of talking to him and he farts and I'm like, okay, are you even paying attention to what I was saying? Or are you just like pushing out that fart that whole time? And like, and we can like make fun of each other for that. But like, first of all, two months, friends with benefits. No, Mm -hmm. no, 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 That's relationship. 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 To, to, uh, you know, quote, friend of the pod. (laughs) Cammy, that's relationship. That's literally shit. Literally. And it's because you're gearing up for one of you is going to get the norovirus eventually. One of you is going to is going to have food poisoning. Like you might bleed on a chair. Like when you embark on a relationship, there are bodily fluids that come that aren't sexy. And mm-hmm. when you're comfortable in, in farting, like I need to know that I'm comfortable enough to fart in front of you because like I God forbid, I throw up somewhere. I, I bleed some. I need I need to not be embarrassed and ashamed. I need to have broken down that wall and that comfort level already. But friends with benefit? No. no. I'm a farter. I'm not even going to fart in front of friends with benefits. No. Not per- I may- I'll-, I'll walk in another mail alone. T- but like, I'm not I trying to do get a little com- trail, you know, if it needs yeah, to come I don't out. But I'm not going to want you to get whole- that mm-hmm. comfortable with me because I don't want to get that comfortable with you. No. Okay. Then we have to unpack. So I think there's a huge difference between couples and relationships friendships, anything, feeling comfortable farting in front of each other because yes, you should not be holding in those. You should, don't, don't, no one deserves you to fuck up your gastro, your fucking intestines. Like not, digestive tract, not worth it. I think there is a huge difference between that and shitting in front of someone. I would never, could never. That is, first of all, that's my time. And I don't want that to be like a, a, a spectator sport whatsoever like I'll tell someone like oh I gotta go shit like BRB gonna go shit there but like I don't even want to shit like in the same bathrooms with my friends mostly because I have IBS and this is not a pretty sight but like the assumed comfortability if I was in the shower and we've been dating what seven years eight years and Mons just came in and started you're not shitting. just dating you're engaged oh yeah you're right you're right right, right. we're getting married <laughs> <laughs> but I'm saying like We've been together for this fucking long. We've gone through the food poisoning. We've gone through the norovirus. Like we've gone through like the period blood. Like we've gone through the flu. Like there's truly like nothing. Like I could have a fucking, I don't know, a cyst on my asshole. And I would be like, bitch, look at this. And he'd be like, okay, let's figure this out. Like there is none of that. Like we're not. If he came into the bathroom Mm -mm. when I was showering and he Mm -mm. sat down to take a shit, Mm -mm. I am expecting Melissa. I am fucking expecting the other bathroom to be brimming with poop. I'm expecting every sink, the, our entire yard. I'm expecting that he has shit everywhere. Yeah, and the and only square the footage thing. that is left and he needs the space. And he's like, we have to set fire to the home. I am. I have a pro like I'm thinking that or a gun is being held to his head. Like, yeah, like I'm 100 percent fine if I'm taking a shower and somebody pees. Go for it. Go for it. I'll do it. You and I, you and I have literally been in the same room together pissing. Like, literally. We don't care. Go piss, girl. But, (laughs) but like, shit, it's shit like that's going to permeate in the steam of the shower. So if you, you have to go, you need to tell me, like, hey, I got to go 
So like, can you get out the shower or please don't start the shower yet? Yep. I don't even want to hop in the shower after you've freshly shat because that steam is going to make that a hot steaming shit. And I'm supposed to enjoy aromatherapy. No, no, no. No. Like, I can't even fathom this. I'm going to say this might be a huge stretch, but I don't know how many people you're referring to when they're like, oh, these guys keep saying that it's cute. I think you might be like, I've never heard anyone say that I think it's cute when a girl shits in front of me. Like, it's like, oh, you know, I want someone to feel comfortable. Like, yes, yes. I want someone to be like, and, but the idea that like, that is something desiring an act that is supposed to, they're saying, like signify comfort. Instead of just saying, I want like, no, I want someone who's comfortable in front of me. And what comfortability looks very different from everybody else. So like baseline shitting in front of someone that is not like, oh, that is how I know you're comfortable in front of me. Like you can be comfortable and be uncomfortable with that. So to me, I don't know if you're dating men with a poop fetish. (sighs) And I would like to ask, do you have Crohn's listed in your profile on dating apps? Not that you shouldn't at all, but I'm wondering if, if this is not like, uh, I'm okay, let's say if this is not five people plus, if it's less than that, then I don't think that's what, I don't think that. But if you, if you had five people, five or more people tell you that they like want you to be able to poop in front of them, like they, they, they think it's cute if you would poop in front of them. I have, I'm cause for concern. Also, my poops aren't cute. No, that's what I'm saying. This is a, I like, close what do you think my the poops door like? takeoff close. <laughs> And I'm going. Yeah, like it's trapped in the butthole post-sex poop. Mm-mm. That means you were holding on to it that whole time. That already makes me uncomfy. Me too. Well, also, I think it's because unless he was getting pegged, I think there is a difference when you are the when you're re- receiving pressure. I'm like, I I'm full. I'm full with food, and I have poop in me. Like you, you're not going in that hole, but. I'm I'll, I'm bursting at the seams if 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 any if one more thing enters this maybe he's maybe he's using it as you know like a like a way not to come like he's squeezing tight you know he's gonna get it's not gonna be good for his ass you know he's he's just like yeah this is this is my thing so that he's edging some he's people, edging his own some shit. people are like some people are like I'm saying the the uh, periodic table and he's like no. This is how I keep it in. I'm holding it keep a it fat up. Keep one. it going. Mm-hmm. I just made that up. Like, I'm not saying that that's what he's doing, but. All this is so outlandish to me. It, it seems everything me seems like a possibility. Yeah. So you're not too uptight at all. And no. I forgot to write the first thing I wrote down as soon as this started happening after I wrote, you know, 29, friends with benefits, two months. How hot is this man? Because that also depends on if I'm going to be like, I'm never speaking to this man again. Or if I'm like going to give a second chance. How good is the sex? How hot is he? How good is the sex? Because then I would be like, okay, so never again. (laughs) Don't ever do that again. Like that was not, not my favorite thing. And farts happen. Those things happen. Um, And unplanned shits can happen. And that's why it's a relationship thing. But a planned shit. Let me let me in peace. Like I have, I've I've never wanted to ever live in a place with only one bathroom. Like that's mm-hmm. like my biggest 
like when we like look at places like I was like okay so this will be my pooping bathroom <laughs> like this mm-hmm. will be like I you know I have to ha- like Mots knows every morning if we have to poop around the same time he knows that like that ba- it's my bathroom he's even if he doesn't have to poop he has to pee I'm not in that bathroom he's always gonna mm-hmm. go to the other bathroom because he's just like mm-hmm. at any moment this is the one that you need to feel comfortable and I'm not about to to, to encroach on that right and like in our last place we even had in our primary bedroom our bathroom was divided with a toilet and a door so that would shut and then that's in the full bathroom that has like the bathtub and the shower and i still would never be like you can't no no can't poop in there wow i feel so bad for you this is the biggest this is like the true definition of an ick but i do i do need to know what kind of fart it was was it an accident or was it on purpose because that does that does that changes the first half but it does not change the second half of the shitting part before the shower no i'm with you 100 percent. okay well on that note we're gonna take a break good we deserve it When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. 
in our live stream, our listeners are always recommending and talking about books. So we're so excited about book of the month because this is something that our listeners are going to love. This is a brand that I've been familiar with for a, a long time. I like love watching people talk about it. I love seeing what books people are reading and like what books they have available. And I, I, I love I love everything about it. So I'm so excited uh, for someone who like, <laughs> you know, the ease of getting into a book, a lot of it can feel like really daunting. So to have like a service where it's like, you're going to get like high quality hardcover books, which that's my preferred way to read at incredible prices, but also curated. So it's like amazing, cool, wonderful, great. This is, it's kind of like a, a straight shot into that and something that book of the month you can do over and over and over again. And one of the great things about it is the longer you are part of the program, the cheaper the books get. Book of the Month's mission is to help readers discover new books they love and promote the work of emerging authors. One of the amazing things about Book of the Month is that every aspect of Book of the Month experience is designed to be fun and special for readers. First of all, the books come in a bright blue box, which is very pretty. Me and Megan were just talking about them. There's also a fun app to pick your books and track reading progress and as well there are reading challenges and rewards and book of the month makes it really easy to decide what book to read next which for me is like the biggest hurdle i love when other people make choices for me especially when they're good choices and i'm like cool i can trust you so each month the editorial team reads through hundreds of new titles and they pick some of the best new books for you to choose from all of the books are so good you can't go wrong and i mean that wholeheartedly when we were picking like our selects for this i was like this I like all of them this is hard and I literally coordinated with Melissa and I was like okay so these are like my top ones I'm assuming they will be yours so don't pick the same one as me so then we can swap afterwards and that's what we did so we got the ministry of time by Killian Bradley and we also received the return of Ellie Black by Emiko Jean the ministry of time is like people are calling it like if you're a fan of Outlander and like spy novels or time traveling books it's quoted from town and country saying it's really innovative fun storytelling the ministry of time is definitely for you and listed as 45 of the must read books for spring 2024 and then harper's bazaar also said part time travel romance part spy thriller and 100 percent multifaceted joyride <gasps> when i tell you that i was like sold we're also excited about the return of ellie black and this one is about a missing girl who returns but that isn't the end of the story it's only the beginning. We both like a, a, a detective book. This one is uh, 20 years since detective Chelsea Calhoun's sister vanishes. Ever since Chelsea has been searching for signs for closure for other missing girls. But happy endings are rare in Chelsea's line of work, which that sounds so intriguing. And I'm looking forward to reading this novel so much. Can't wait. And we're so excited to usher in this new sponsor. And we know y'all are already going to love this. Plus, we've been recommended this so many times. Mm -hmm. So I, I we, we've already got fans in you. Try the service yourself at bookofthemonth.com. And you can get your first book for $5 with code PEDALS. That is your first book, $5 at bookofthemonth.com using code PEDALS. And we're back. I hope the next one's not about shit. <laughs> Hi, Eminem. I'm calling in about dealing with adult mean girls. I, 29, she, her, I'm just not in a good space mentally. I recently made friends with fellow moms at my gym. 
one of which is 37. She, her, will call her Sarah. Sarah and I had gotten pretty close. For example, I knew she was going through a tough time. So I went to her house, cleaned for her, and took care of her kids so she could have time to herself. About a week ago, we went to dinner with another friend from the gym, Amy. It's like a workout class, think Orange Theory or F45. At the dinner, they asked me why I knew so many people at class, and they didn't. I told them that they can sometimes come off as a little intimidating and aren't super approachable, and that I was even intimidated by them. Amy was introspective and understanding. Sarah was not. She got really upset and said, quote, unquote, it's not like she has a horn on her back. I said, no, that's not what I meant. It's just that they're pretty strong, and they're beautiful, and if they don't initiate contact, other people who are more self-conscious might not feel comfortable saying hi. Sarah is now uncharacteristically publicly hanging out with Amy and tagging her in things on Instagram, showing that I'm not invited to them. She's icing me out at the gym, being friendly to everyone except me, etc. I tried asking her about it, and she said that I called her a giant bitch, which I didn't, and that there's nothing she can do with that information, but also that she does not want to be friends with everyone. I apologized three separate times, and she said it was fine, but the hostile behavior didn't change. Then my son was in the ER this past weekend. I messaged the group asking how to get vomit out of his car seat while we were there so that we could safely take him home. Amy was kind and has continued to be kind, but Sarah would not respond. It honestly seemed like she had wished this on my son, even though I know that that is crazy. I offered to bring her lunch after so that we could talk, and she told me she was too busy. I asked her if she could just be honest with me and let me know if I should stop trying, and she told me I was making it into something that it wasn't and that everything was in my head. I feel like I'm going crazy, and this was my main support of local moms. I also used to get so much joy from the gym, but now I feel dread. I'm locked in for a year. Sarah's husband owns the gym. I can try going to a different class, but the only other times are at 510 in the morning, and I'm chronically ill, so sleep is important, but I don't know if I should sacrifice it for a place that was once my happy place. My husband tells me I should pretend nothing's wrong and continue a normal life, but I just don't know how. I feel like I'm slipping into depression, and I feel so low and anxious every day. I'll be talking to my therapist about this, but I wasn't sure if you had any advice. I'm sorry that this is probably so stupid and a high school issue to be dealing with at our big age. I just don't know what to do anymore, and everything I do honestly feels wrong. So thanks for any help you can offer. Bye. Do not apologize. This is not like petty or stupid shit on your end at all. Like You are having very valid and realistic, justified response to her childish petty behavior like that none of this is on you for feeling this way she wants you to feel this way and anyone would feel this way this is fucked so you mentioned that you said that like when they were saying oh you have so you know so many people like why we don't know as many people and you basically said like you guys can come off to be like you know I know that you're not, but like you can come off to be like a little intimidating. Like you're both so, like so strong, like so pretty, like all of that. I'm sh- I'm confused because there's no way she's never heard that before. As someone who is has been called intimidating, like I've heard that a thousand times before, and like that's something that like I know about myself. Like I'm not shocked at all, and so, like it's I'm confused that she is having this reaction because assuming that you said that she's 37. So this is not like a new thing that has happened to, like to her. You know what I mean? Yes, I same age. I know people have told me this my whole life. Like this isn't something that it doesn't develop at like 30. You don't suddenly become this at like 37. No, 
No, I, I'm, I'm, I'm confused at why she's upset. Why she's so upset about this. And then let's, okay. So she gets upset about it, but then why escalate it so much that she's like icing you out? That's I like, fine. Like anybody can be upset about anything, but like taking it to this level. Yeah. To prove what, that you're not a mean girl. <laughs> All you're doing like, is like you somebody said that you were you had kind of like an intimidating personality and you're like, no, I don't. And now you're being a bitch. Yeah, that makes no sense. Yeah, this this to me feels like I think the comment that she said, Amy, my I don't know what if you, who you said who brought it up first, but I'm going to assume whether or not Sarah was the one who initially brought up the conversation, I think her participation in it and she, that was not a good faith question. And mm-hmm. she knows, as we are two people sitting here who've been called intimidating our whole lives, like she knows that she's intimidating. She knows the vibe that she gets gives off. Like she fucking knows that. And she wanted you to say it so then she could call you a bitch and act the victim. So you like legitimately did nothing wrong. I don't even want you to think that you like walked into her trap because like that's, you should never assume, like don't want to assume that people would do things like this. Like this is so all on her and it genuinely, you, it feels like for you that you everything you're saying and doing is wrong because you actually didn't do anything to cause this. She set you up for this to be the situation. So there's mm-hmm. no way for you to do recon or to, you know, to change like any of those things. Like you, she cast you in this role. You did the job that she wanted you to do. And there's gonna, there's no changing her mind or her heart in this situation because this was the plan. And the why behind that, some people get jealous that people can be straddle the line of like both worlds. Like there are some people who are intimidating and they know it and they want people to be intimidated and they like want to be like the popular girls, like the mean girls, like you blah, blah, blah. And then there are people who like, you know, bitch face or I, I like a, I, I have a friend who like doesn't wear their glasses when they would do workout classes and like, so just wouldn't see people that they would recognize. Or, you know, some people, it's just like the, the face that they have or they're a little bit more expressionless. And for people who like that about themselves in a sense that they use it to like they think it makes they 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 act like they're better than people because they think they're better than people and they want people to be intimidated because they want people to think they're better than them sometimes those people have a very hard time with people who straddle the line who can hang out with the popular cool girls but then will also be friends with people who they view as below them it's like one of those nasty things when people are people are assholes and people are bitches. They they need we all need to be on the same level of knowing each other's secrets. We all need to be on the same level of having kind of shit on each other. And I don't know if you've ever read the click books, but like it is it's that kind of social hierarchy in that sense. Like you're tied and bonded to it because you're all bad people. And like you've all got, I don't know, something like that. So I think she probably saw you as this like oh, she thinks she can have it all. Like she thinks that like she can be friends with us and like be cool with us and then be friends with like everybody else. Like she thinks she's such hot shit. Like, and and then I'm just going to take over. I'm going to do it. I'm going to, now I'm going to ice her out. So then I'm going to be nice and kind to everybody and show her. 
And some people also get really territorial when it comes to friendships and like don't want you to like, they're like, I'm a one friend, one and done kind of friend. Like, I don't want a friend who has a big group of other friends. I've been friends with people like that. And that was like a deal breaker in the friendship where it was like, you know, I don't like that you have other friends. And I was like, okay, goodbye. Like, whatever. Who's that, Megan? What? <laughs> Have you read my book? Yeah, Melissa has. Just, she directed the audio book. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I'm going to tell you right now, anybody, if you think it's, yeah, yeah you're right. You're right. Um, <laughs> and, like, it's not hard to guess, but like, it feels so childish and, and petty because it is. And so there is no logical adult response to that, which is like why you feel very stuck. And people who act like that want you to then behave like a fucking petulant child. And that's not your instinct. So you're feeling like, what the fuck do I do? And the answer is, honestly, I think your husband's not wrong. Like, I think you pretend it never happened. And she's, you kill kindness with kindness in that way. And I don't know if you are a petty or vindictive person, like at all. You don't have to, I'm not saying be vindictive, but like in the sense that she thinks that she can act nice and pretend to be nice, pretend to be kind, that this is going to like work in her favor, that using that to motivate you to like not be cold and harsh and like angry at like the world like you know what i i also there are so many other people that i was friends with who was like so cool and so nice i promise you people will see through her bullshit like you're not going to be in competition with her she's trying to make this like a friendship competition with you but that's you don't have to participate in any of those politics of that but he, her husband owns the gym. So I would say when your year contract is up, I might switch around because this doesn't seem like the kind of gym politics I would enjoy partaking in. Yeah. And you said that you make friends wherever you go, essentially. So I think you can find a good group of people that aren't so cliquish. And I know you said that I'm sorry that this probably is stupid and a high school issue. Yeah, it is, but not on your part. It's yeah. on their part it's on like yeah i i I hope there's another gym around that you can go to and it's not like this i also think some of the people who i'm sure she was like not nice to before and like thought she was a bitch or intimidating there's definitely some other people in those classes who are seeing through her bullshit who are Mm -hmm. seeing this like quick shift so i wouldn't be quick to write off like everybody's gonna fall for her fall for this new new shtick of hers. Like, I think you can enjoy the gym and enjoy the classes and the people and the friendships until your membership is up. Yeah. All right. Shall we go to the next call? Hi, Megan and Melissa. I am 31 and use she, her pronouns, and I'm calling about a former friend, he, him, around 28. In February of 2018, I cut him out of my life for a lot of reasons, but mostly because he would consistently make plans and either wait until the last minute to cancel or cancel and lie because he got better plans. And this was not just an issue with me, but with all of our friend group. And as a collective, we were fully sick of it. Sometimes it also felt like he was trying to get in between me and my then and now husband, he, him, 37, by refusing to let us sit next to each other in a restaurant once when we were dating. And before my husband and I started dating, he sent a message to him telling him he would like to perform oral sex on my husband. He declined. Fast forward to around 10 p.m. last night, I got a message from him, and I will go ahead and read a summarized version of his message. 
Hey, I know it's been a long time, and I was thinking about you two the other day and how much I miss you guys. I went through a lot of mental and spiritual growth and maturity over the years and realized because of my diagnosis, I was acting in an unhealthy way towards you guys uh, when you didn't do anything to deserve it. For that, I'm truly sorry. I hope you're doing well, and I'd love to hear from you if you're able to accept my mistake and rebuild our relationship as friends. My husband has no help in this matter because he generally feels neutral on the subject, and I don't know what to do. As far as the other friends involved, I'm still only friends with one of them, and I'm pretty sure she wouldn't want him in her life again since she fully burns her bridges and doesn't look back. I am unsure if I can trust this person again, or even if I want to be their friend. I do think I'm fully capable of accepting their apology, but I don't know if I'm even going to respond to the message. There's also a big part of me that read this apology and felt like they were blaming everything on their diagnosis, which I'm not okay with because your mental health is not a justification for how you treat people. I would love to hear your advice on the subject, and you can be as straightforward as you need to. Thank you. I was out as soon as he said spiritual. I was still in until we got to saying that he wanted to perform oral sex on my husband. I also need to know, was the phrasing oral sex, or is that your adult, you know, a cleaning it up phrasing? Like, was it, I would like to sloppy toppy? <laughs> like, I just didn't like... <laughs> and for some reason, when when you said this, I was picturing it going, for lack of a... Of, I mean, there are better words, but this is funny. I was picturing it going down in the restaurant when he <laughs> came between the two of you. <laughs> oh, bitch, I love that. That's a good image. And I thought that your message was going to be, I was just doing a lot of imagination. No, you I'm know? loving this. Most is like the writer's strike is on, but you know what? I'm There's no strike in this head. No one's paying me for these songs. I was being I'm in such a writing mood right now that I was like, oh, he's coming back to say, I I'm sorry that I left your wife out of the sloppy top air. It could be all three of us. Have you been to Paris? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I can't believe that there was a friendship maintained after that message. You're not lying when you said your husband is neutral. Like, that is like so neutral. I've had a guy, I've talked about this before, a guy that offered to fly me out so he could go down on me, but neither one of us were dating at the time. So like, yeah, and it wasn't someone that was trying to come in. I, I just can't, I can't get away from it. It wasn't someone that was trying to come in between me and my, my spouse, my partner. I, I. I'm, I'm, we, Melissa and I, you know, you've listened. Melissa and I are very much aligned with your friend. We burn bridges. Mm -hmm. I forgot There's where the, that bridge people. is. Don't even know yeah. where that is. That bridge couldn't, couldn't pick it out of a lineup. Sorry to that bridge. So I'm, I don't, I don't think you should, uh, you can, sure. Like you said, like you can accept an apology without like doing anything moving forward, but your instinct of like you disliking the feeling like he's blaming all of this or pinning it all on his diagnosis that is a very I so pick up on that and I agree with you and that is a thing that some people will do but the thing that really seals that for me when then you throw in the word spiritual growth in there it's like oh okay so if if you didn't think that I could just blame it all on my diagnosis now know that I'm like I grew spirit I was in a bad place spiritually which I'm not denying that some people might be in a bad place spiritually but 
to use as an, because the, the alternative is like, oh, so sorry for when I did that awful thing. And when I treated you like shit, I was in a bad place spiritually. And it's like, that has nothing to do with me. Like, where were you spiritually? Spiritually, were you in the upside down? Like what, what, (laughs) this idea that like, you can uh, join a religion, you can become spiritual, get in touch with yourself and all like, that's great, whatever. But the whole like, well, no, me before that, I can't be held accountable because I don't know who that person was. And it's like, no, no. And people who use that in combination with a mental health diagnosis is, yeah, the same thing to me is like, you're trying to clean slate, (laughs) erase everything of like, okay, pretend that didn't happen. But then you're also not doing any of the work to like make new friendships. And at this point, I think a lot of the time, those fucking apologies, like they're for you. Like they're not for the person on the receiving end. So when someone's like really hurt you that bad and done all of that shit, there are people in my life who've like done the worst things. I don't want an apology ever. If I ever got an apology, any sort of message, that to me is zero growth. If I, if you've never sent an apology, I can pretend that there's, you know what I mean? Like more likely I would assume you would have some growth because you would know to fuck off (laughs) because you would be enlightened. Yeah. This just to me feels like, I mean, I'm sure he misses the friendship because you're a great person. (laughs) Oh yeah. Um, I can, I can say that. You can say that. But this feels like he he knew that he did wrong and now he's checking something off the list to say like I've made amends for this and that's fine that's fine for his growth but like when you do that when you go around asking for apologies like this when you know that you've been wrong you shouldn't expect anything in return it should just just be about you it shouldn't be about what the other person's going to do in response so like I don't like if you if you don't want to forgive him, if you don't even want to acknowledge this, if you don't want to talk to him ever again. Cool. If you do also cool. But like this is a choice and he should know that it's a choice for you and not something that you have to do because he's apologized for. it. Yeah, he's trying to rekindle the friendship. He's not apologizing. He's using an apology to be friends again. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Thank you for this, though. Thank you. And I think we need to find a new word for your husband remains pretty neutral on things. Like, <laughs> this just like, like whatever. He could go home, down on me if he uh, wants. I, mean, was, like, I don't I'm, care. Can you imagine how that conversation went where it's like, oh, like, like a f- fucking Facebook message? Like, I would like to perform, fella- I would like to perform fellatio, uh, oral sex on you. And then him just being like, ah, oh, no, I'm good. Thanks, bro. And then just conversation moves on. Like, are there additional Facebook messages after like, how do you do you clear that history? Like, do you just like start up a new conversation? And like, even though when you look, the previous message was like, can I suck your dick? Or and is it like, I have a desire to suck your dick, but I won't actually do it. Like, you know what I was thinking about? Like, know, I feel like I, I'm pretty I, tight. I, to, I like, could, suck yeah, your, I could suck your dick. You know, I don't know if I would want to, but like physically I could. Yeah, I like, could. I could. And he's like, you know what? Like you could, but like, I'm not that down. Like, oh, well, yeah. yeah I'm, like, <laughs> also, like, <laughs> the fact that your husband's, like, neutral on this, I'm like, does this happen a lot to him? Like, it's unfazed. Like, he's a, he's a, a cute man. I know, but I'm saying, like, does he just give off, like, some pheromone that everyone's like, I have I, to I, suck, I have to suck dick. that dick. I have to suck that dick. I have to suck that dick immediately, but I need to ask first. And he's like, it happens all the time. Don't worry yeah. about it. Like, I'm actually good. 
that's I I I have so many questions for him. Like this is <laughs> remarkable. Thank you for this. Thank you. Okay, uh, we're gonna take another break. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. And we're back, and it's time for the... We don't have a don't blame them, so we're just doing two more calls, remember? Calls. Yep, I forgot about that, even though it was this week. Hi there. I love the podcast. Um, looking with these noises. for some advice on how to be less critical or nicer at least. I can't do this. I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. Um, let's just keep that in the episode. If you're that mm-hmm. caller, call us back. And if you're using headphones, please don't touch the microphone. We want to give you advice so badly, but I will break my neck from my uh, yeah, visceral yeah. reaction to that sound. Yep. Yep. Mm-mm. With love, just call us back. Yes, please. Okay. Next one. Hey, y'all. Long-time listener, first-time caller. I was hoping to get your takes on a situation that I found myself in the middle of. So I, 25, she, they, uh, recently matched with a guy on Tinder that we can call Henry, 28, he, him. Uh, We matched last week and started talking, and it was going great. Conversation flowed really easily. There was great banter. Pretty much it was everything that I could possibly want from the early stages of talking to somebody that I met from an app. And we even made tentative plans to go on a date at some point this week. Well, last night in the middle of an insomnia-fueled mission to learn more about this guy because I didn't have too much to go off of, I decided to do a reverse image search on one of the pictures that he had sent me over the weekend to see if maybe it would bring up his Instagram or anything like that, see if it would give me anything more to go off of with him. And it did pull up a result, and it was a result of a photo that was posted on the Instagram of a verified Instagram account for an athlete that lives in Europe. And so that is the moment when I realized I was being catfished. And as I looked into it more, not only was I being catfished, our guy Henry he was making rookie mistakes as a catfisher because every single picture that he had sent me and every picture that he had posted on his Tinder account profile was very easily traced back to this athlete's Instagram account. So obviously, I've been talking to this person for a week. I don't owe them anything. I can easily just report them, block them, move on with my life. But at the same time, part of me still has so many unanswered questions and I... I don't know. I kind of want to confront him or keep playing along just to see where things go because I did not get uh, catfish vibes from him at all during a conversation or from him in general. Is this a bad idea? I've never been catfished before and I'm still in disbelief that it even happened this time. So I'd love your thoughts on the situation and how you might deal with it if you were in a similar predicament because right now I'm just feeling really annoyed and really stupid for being gullible enough to fall for this. So yeah, any advice you have would be greatly appreciated. Much love. Goodbye. Here's the plan. You (laughs) pretend like you never called into the podcast. We connect you to someone that we know. (laughs) 
personally. <laughs> the host of Catfish. Kim and Crawford. then we track this, and then we track this person down. Like we do a special, we like, Cam, we got a tip for you. We would like to appear on one episode you as know, a special our guest. Dream. Uh huh. And then we go track this person down. No, no, no. If you want to see how it plays out, cause, but I feel like the reason you want to see it plays out because you feel like you've been played. And you are like, why would someone do this to someone else? And also like the, chemistry is there so like why why would you do this some people just if all these seasons of catfish has taught us some people just kind of they're they're not confident in their physical looks and they use somebody else's picture because they feel like they have a great personality but people don't look past their look not the face Mm -hmm. yeah and so they do this or some people are just assholes and just get off on doing this to mess with people. So like, what are you trying? Like if, if you were to actually talk to them and they don't look anything like the picture, are you still going to be like into them? Is that like what you're hoping to, if you keep playing this out or are you just seeing why would they do this? But like, you can't trust this person as it is because they've already lied to you. Yeah, I really hope it's not. I didn't even think that it was like, maybe I'll still have like feelings for That's them. what happens on Catfish. No, I know. I, yeah. I, I like to pretend that anytime that... For, also, I have to tell you though, when it happens on Catfish, like I don't know why I root for them. Um, but when it, they call her, if that was you, no, like I'm not okay with that for you. So my thing is, I'm never, you know, we're qualified to give you any and all advice. So... I think that there's a couple ways this could go. First of all, I see myself in you. We're the same person. I would not be letting this go. The amount of, like, if you've been listening for a while, y'all bitches know I got fucking hackers and, or like, you know, internet, what do they call it? Digital flashers fucking texting me their dick pics and I'm responding because I'm just like, I got to do it for the plot and I got to get down to the bottom of this. Like no stone left unturned. And so I'm, your instincts are exactly what I would be wanting to do too. But I would wonder like, I don't know if you're familiar with Catfish. Like, there's a chance that, like, he wouldn't even meet up with you in person. Like, that there would Mm -hmm. be another, an an excuse there. So I would probably, if I were you, I would give myself, like, a timeline. So if you did want to meet up with him in person and, like, there was a plan for it, I would, it would be, I would go in public. I would have six to ten friends with, like, I would make sure that they're sitting at the, like, Something in that sense that like you're physically safe, but in that it, way it's a risk still. I wouldn't even let it go that far. I'd be like, let's FaceTime. I don't think he'd show up in person. I don't think I don't he'd show think up in he'd person. Show up on and FaceTime. I don't think he'll don't show think... up on FaceTime either. But like, I think that to save yourself and without bringing all these other people, just schedule a no, FaceTime call. Yeah. I think you just have to essentially pick what your time, like what your, you have to pick the event and if that doesn't happen then then you move on like because there if you don't get what you need or get what you under like doesn't confess or meet up and then have to like face it and talk about it and break through that if it doesn't happen on the first opportunity it's not going to happen um it will literally like again <laughs> fans of the show friend of the show you it catfish it goes on for years people will have been talking to someone without ever having spoke to them on the phone FaceTime met in person for legitimately years. Or so, they'll come up with like excuses, like they'll FaceTime you, but be like, 
oh, my camera's broken yeah. or stuff like that. So I think like I understand wanting to get to the bottom of it, like wh- understand why someone would do that, confront someone about it. I don't think I don't know that he's going to give you that opportunity. So give yourself an, a timeline before you decide anything, because if you if your goal is to figure it out, that will take forever that will it Mm -hmm. might not ever happen and so then you're gonna drive yourself crazy so it's like if i don't if he doesn't we don't break this down by a facetime call on friday then like i'm fucking tapping out and i'm just gonna send a message like i know you're a fucking catfishing piece of shit whatever if you want to but i don't think the goal should be to figure it out i think the goal should be if i can figure it out by this date and also just if you haven't actually watched like three episodes of catfish and it might calm you down but i think your gut was telling you that something was wrong anyway and you knew it that's why you reverse image searched him because you knew something just wasn't right something just fell off to you so why else would you have done that something's off it was a little too good to be true. It was a little too high quality picture. He said, very Getty he image. Said, or he just said like everything that you wanted to hear, which, you know, might be someone that is just self-conscious and they use somebody else's picture. But that's lying and deception. That's not fair. OK, final advice. Pick a date, like a, a time date when this ends. But um, you have my blessing to ream, rip them to shreds. but. Be safe. Yeah. Remember that time that someone called or wrote in? Did they call or was it in like the Facebook group? And we were like, I think you're being catfished. And they were like, no. And we were like, they were like, like something about something. It was like, oh, and like their profile, whatever it was. And we were like, no, I'm pretty sure you're being catfished. And then um, I think it might have been the Facebook group. It like, like update, like picture of us together wasn't getting catfish. And like all of the comments were like, so sorry. Like that was like, there's nothing worse. Like a shot to yourself. See my everyone telling you like, bitch, you're getting catfish. And it's like, I'm not. And everyone's like, oh, you weren't. I'm so sorry. It was initially a call. And then they were also in the Facebook group. So then it carried over into the Facebook group. <laughs> and we were all like, so happy to be wrong. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Like this was no knock on you at all. I don't know why men have the weirdest presence online, but like, Everyone seems like an like a robot. Like I can't, I can't be. Especially now, you know, they might be putting it into putting conversations into chat, whatever the fuck the letters are. I would think so. And then sending it to you, yeah. But sometimes when people have blinders on, they don't see things. I can see emails that people are now composing using it. If it helps anybody, people who are men who are extremely hot. Don't have a lot else. They don't have to be funny. So they don't have to try that hard. No. And they don't tend to have a lot else going on. They've never really been pushed in life. They might not be uh, wildly uh, 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 stimulating conversationalists. A lot of really hot people are the living, breathing version of Marvel statues. And there's a place for all of us everywhere. Mm -hmm. But if you're meeting someone who is a 10 out of 10 and they've Looks got wise, ri- but then like, have zero personality. No, but I'm saying and they have like the best personality so much. Ri- oh, okay. Like absolutely fantastic. Like it's they've checked every fucking box to that. Pro- I would say, what did you look like as a child? That's what I was about <laughs> what to say. They probably, they probably uh, grew into it. When did you have your glow up? 
And then if they were like, you know, like I never really got bullied. Like I always like had friends and like my parents are married and like I've always had like a really great life. I'm like, my grandparents are still alive. They're 207 years old. Like I have a trust fund. I'm like, mm-hmm. no, no. Yeah. But if they're like, I had transition lenses. I wore a tiara to school every single day. And it's like, oh. And I'm like, I literally Ugly watched my grandmother die. And it's like, perfect. That's exactly yeah. what I need to hear to know that this package is true and yeah. honest and real. <laughs> <sighs> Shall we read some uh, comments from Spotify? So let me read some from our last episode. And as a reminder, you can go to Spotify and leave your thoughts per episode. So the last episode of this show said, as a bisexual woman, I am loving the WLW calls, women loving women callers, which that episode was the majority of it. I think it was three out of four. I didn't even realize. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And then uh, someone said, always trust Megan and Melissa to to be empathetic and, of course, always right. And then someone else said, a good and juicy episode. So thank you. Wow. I'm so, this is so cool that Spotify's finally, they're like, we're excelling at everything. So, mm-hmm. you know, finally, app, we let you have your fun. We're doing, we're doing some reviews now. So if you wanted to know that episode was the girlfriend doesn't love me like she loved her ex. Yikes. I need an update on that stat. Yeah. Oh, we do. We do have some new reviews, too, on Apple. Sorry. Everybody's been very gracious and stuff. So um, let me let me read one of the reviews on Apple. This is from Bria question mark. Bachelor's degree in the philosophy of Megan and Melissa. Since I started listening to this podcast, I graduated high school and about to graduate college. And I think you guys have taught me more than both of those experiences combined. I'm thankful for my education in Megan and Melissa's philosophy of life, work, and relationship has saved me from many, a messy situation, but not too many because I still have stuff to call about. My brain has been expanded in wonderful ways by your beautiful words. Thank you. Oh my, that's what we love to hear. We want to walk away from this podcast, learning and growing, but not too much because if you're not messy within your own life, what fun is that? Controlled mess, controlled mess and and mm-hmm. self-aware mess. When I'm, when both of us, we say this, when we're creating, it's like, I want to stir the pot. I want to create mm-hmm. some drama. I don't want to accidentally bring, no, no, no. I'm bringing on myself with intention right. and I'm enjoying it when it happens. Right. No wow. one, if you're perfect, then what kind of life is that? Boring no and not someone I could be friends with. Mm-mm. So thank you. So nice. Please leave more reviews. We appreciate it. And you can always update your review if you would like. Mm -hmm. And that's it. Give us a call for an upcoming episode or send us a voice memo. All the things I said at the beginning. And if you are a caller who's called in, we've given you advice before and you would like to do an update, either recorded one or talk to us on Zoom. We obviously don't use the video anywhere. Shoot us an email at meganpodcast at gmail.com so we can set that up and stay tuned for the rest of the week for the slate of our universe of content oh yeah have a great day goodbye bye don't blame me is a production by me 
Megan Rinks. And me, Melissa D. Montz, plus Diamond Imprint Productions. Post-production sound and editing by Coco Lorenz. Production assistance by Melanie D. Watson. And music by Giacomo Picasso and Ryan Hunter.